You're listening to a DM podcast. G'day, pod lovers, podcasters, podlings, and welcome to Behind the Podcast, the podcast that opens the studio doors and takes a peek behind the microphone to tell you, the listener, the producer, the creator, the aficionado, what's happening in the podverse. I'm Jules, and with me, as always, is Stocks. Hello. On this week's podcast, some musings from South by Southwest and Las Vegas, and is it all over for TikTok? Welcome back to Behind the Podcast. I'm Stocks, and joining me again this week is Zanon. Hello. Good to be here. Yes, so we're coming to you now from Austin, Texas at South by Southwest. We've been here since last week. Oh, we've been here since, yeah, almost a week now. Since Friday, yeah. Oh, man, I think we're a bit uh, a bit battered and bruised. We are. We have a few few nights of uh, a little bit too much excess. Yeah, having too much fun. Very good margaritas. So many tacos. Tacos and long days. Um, long days. I mean, there's just so much on here. It's insane. Uh, what we have been trying to do, though, is going to see a whole bunch of live podcasts. And we did see a couple at uh, Podcast Movement last week after we recorded as well. Mm-hmm. So that's been quite interesting. We did see the Pod News Weekly podcast i saw that live at um podcast movement evolutions yep that was quite interesting that's a similar podcast to this one really where it's two english guys who are both editors of pod news which is i guess the number one source for news on uh is it a daily newsletter it's a great newsletter if you're not already on it yeah so definitely jump on on that if you're uh, in the podcast business and you're listening to this show so they did a live podcast they talked about some of the different trends there'd been some big spotify announcements the night before they ran through all of that they generally had a moan about the fact that being english all this stuff that gets released by spotify and youtube tends to be us only so they never get to play with it or they don't get to play it for months and sometimes years but it was interesting i mean they just hopped on stage it was all filmed and they were pretty seamless Mm-hmm. Then we also saw uh, the iconic Stephen A. Smith. So he's a massive ESPN sports personality, and he was doing a live, live sort of show, um, really talking about his his life journey and his media journey, which was it was it was interesting, but it was nothing special. It was a huge room. Yeah, lots of people were excited by that one. Yeah, you've never seen more excited middle aged men <laughs> for a guest than this guy, and that that pretty much wrapped up the podcast movements. Then we headed off here, and we've seen some pretty big names here at South by Southwest. Yeah, it's ridiculous. There's just so many things happening. So I don't know if you don't know what South by Southwest is. It's a massive festival that's just been going for 18 years. Yeah, it started as a music festival. It's just become this incredible sort of creative trade fair. Yeah, so there's like lots of different hubs. There's uh, music, there's digital, there's film and TV, there's interactive, there's XR. There's just so many different sides and facets to it it's taken over basically every building in all of austin like there's the main convention center which is a ginormous hall there's about five different hotels that all their conference rooms are filled with it each hour there's 20 to 30 different events happening simultaneously simultaneously it's so confusing and so hard to figure out where you should be and a lot of fomo a lot of fomo yeah we struggled early um we definitely got taught some lessons about lines and how they work and how they don't work and missed out on a few things but i mean we've been pretty lucky we got to see tim ferris that was yeah. exciting. Yeah, he, I mean, that Tim, the Tim Ferriss show is one of the OG podcasts, and he ran through his whole journey. It was really flipping the script. Tim Ferriss's podcast is a very much interview-based show. 
and this was reverse where basically uh, a guy who'd been a previous guest on Tim Ferriss' show turned the tables and interviewed Tim uh, incredible amount of information about how he grew his show the way he just tackles things is, is incredible when he became a writer he basically went to write a book and he just approached all the sort of top were warm-breeding writers and learnt from them on how to market it, how to just approach it. Just sort of interviewed them all, just not for a podcast or anything, this was before the podcast existed, but just interviewed them all and got tips about, yeah, how to market it, what's the latest buzz yeah. thing to be doing. I think they initially recommended he get into blogs. Yep, and then he became a massive blogger. Mm-hmm. And then his next book, they recommended podcasts and he started a podcast. Yeah. So, Been going uh, ever since. Fa- fascinating guy. If you haven't checked out the Tim Ferriss show, I highly recommend it. And that was that was a lot of fun. Hmm. Okay, and then we rolled down to Slack. Um, for those of you who use Slack in the workplace, they will spend a lot of money. They got a high presence here at South by Southwest, and they had a live podcast venue outdoors. And we saw Kara Swisher there, and she was interviewing a Pulitzer Prize winner. Yeah, Lawrence Wright. It was interesting. I mean, she uh, Kara Swisher, if you don't know her, does the podcast Pivot, which is a very big tech podcast here over in the US. She regularly interviews people like Elon Musk, has some incredible access to people. She was talking about how the transplants from Silicon Valley, Hollywood, and New York are reshaping Austin. So it was a very uh, Austin-focused uh, talk very topical in terms of all the tech bros have moved out since COVID. A lot mm-hmm. of them moved out. A lot of them moved to Miami to live on boats, and then a lot of them moved from there now to Austin because there's no tax, and it's a pretty nice place. Yeah, yeah, and it's just look the the growth here is ridiculous. Just every corner has a new building that is being built, um, and they're all like only two to three years old is ridiculous. Yeah, and when you say building, we're look, talking about 30 to 40-storey towers. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're sitting on the 31st floor of something that couldn't be more than a year old. Yeah, It's astonishing what's going on here in terms of, of growth and development. Uh, it was an interesting conversation. I mean, Cara Swisher is such a great interviewer. I think he was quite a tough interview mm-hmm. uh, and she did really well and he kept on uh, talking about how much better it was in the old days but at the same time how great it was now with all the new opportunities so it was like pick yeah. a side pick a side <laughs> yeah very uh, yeah and very Midnight in Paris sort of romanticising about these dive bars in Austin that he used to frequent that are gone now um, you know hey suck it up big fella um, this is what's happening all around the world with gentrification and cities growing but she did a fabulous job of mm. landing her little counterpoints and then letting him roll along so yeah, 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 she, yeah she's a very very skilled interviewer it was interesting it was on a 10 in the morning it was unseasonably cold that morning so a lot of tech bros there who went to watch had to leave because it was just too cold they're in t-shirts yeah not wearing nearly enough for the 13 degrees yeah but look it, uh, it really brought out a lot of people uh, she's a very popular person it was a bit of a contrast to uh, I think after that we wandered around and found South Asia House which is uh, a sort of venue run by I think it's India Pakistan, Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka, like about a collection of all of those countries, um, which was just in a little bar. And in the back corner of that, there were two ladies attempting to do a podcast. We assume music was pumping. Everyone was just drinking and carrying on. And there in the back corner, I can't imagine it would have been a very easy edit, that one. No, no, it would have been an absolute nightmare. But they were going for it and they were not deterred. They were going <laughs> to podcast or be damned. So that's sort of the, the lower level. I mean, we've seen some really good stuff. There was also Rachel Nichols, who's another um, sporting, iconic sporting journalist in the US. She had a huge profile on TV, recently got semi-cancelled due to some racial remarks, which isn't great when you're a white woman covering a predominantly African-American male sport. 
but anyway, look, she's back and Showtime's paying her money and she did a live podcast and there was some Aussies there. There was, um, I think, Nick Rewald, the AFL player turned sort of pundit, mm-hmm. is over. So there was a good Australian presence there really trying to get around, I guess, what's happening in sports media. So uh, there's a lot of interest. There's a lot of people here. Yeah, that was in another outdoor venue. Yeah, it's interesting. All of the podcasts, pretty much all the podcasts we saw except Tim Ferriss were outdoors. Mm. And if you're over here, there's a lot of noise competing with each other. All the bars, all the venues. I mean, when we say outdoors, we're talking on a corner in downtown Austin. They've built, sort of on a car park, they've built, say, the Slack one. Mm. And there's a lot of competing noise. And then like opposite the Slack one is like a Porsche building, which has got music pumping. And yeah, so there's a lot lot of competition for your, your eyes and your ears and your thought processes for sure yeah I don't think I'm going to go listen to any of these actually <laughs> on my earbuds I think that will be quite punishing yeah. but it's, it's really interesting to see there's so many live podcasts here it's really become something mm-hmm. um, and it's a lot of brands just getting around it and trying to get talent through just to get eyeballs for people to come to their activations that they've set up um, and also these keynote things, a lot of them are turning into podcasts as yep. well, which is very interesting. And we saw the final thing we saw today was it was more of a panel, but it was um, Rizzo from Wu Tang talking about his movie career, which was fascinating. Not the greatest interviewer, but it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, something other interesting, obviously, there's lots of brands and activations around. A few of them that we discovered was Audible. Audible had a great activation. There was again, most of these activations have some sort of drinking element. I guess that sort of free drinks always get people in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all the girls to the yard. Yeah, they split into two halves. They had the audiobook section with some mm-hmm. really cool ways to consume an audiobook, like sitting inside these sort of little cute pods. Yeah, pods which were shaped like speakers, and you could sit in there and listen to an audiobook. Mm-hmm. Um, you could get an audible tattoo, which was good for about two to three years. Yeah, so not a temporary tam- tattoo, but lasted one to two, one to three years or something. Yeah, yeah. I um, fortunately avoided that. Yeah, we didn't go there. Uh, and then we're going to the other room. So Audible's got a really cool music and talk thing that they do so what they do is they've got iconic albums and they have artists like a chuck d or eddie vetter or someone like that will talk about their their music so they'll go through an album they'll talk through each song so it is it's a very much a sort of podcast format but they had those presented on vinyl so there was just a a rack of vinyl with all these albums that you could listen to on a couple of record players or take Take home with you you could just take as many as you wanted so a lot of people just carrying vinyl around smart integration smart Mm. activation because you just see people walking around with vinyl Mm. going what's going on and they've done the vinyl in a way they finished it to make it sort of look old Mm -hmm. as well the covers to look old and have Mm. that sort of look to it and they really lent into the vinyl theme because you could uh, the other side of it you could actually record your own whatever you wanted to record and it was being live pressed onto onto new vinyl yeah so you got to a sound booth big cue for this one record some lay some stuff down get the vinyl walk next door do the cover shoot for your album which they had set up as well and then they print that out and you walk off with a little 45 of your music of you yeah so pretty cool like very cool actually and that's the type of thing you're going to do you're going to take away you're going to tell people about and you're going to show people hmm. um, so that was probably the best integration we saw mm-hmm. of anything particularly in the audio space we saw Dolby as well Dolby I think were spending like one of the bigger sponsors for the festival they, their brand is just everywhere yeah it didn't seem to uh, the integration was a bit lame um, didn't really showcase anything yeah there was lots of speakers that weren't actually being used so you, I was like surely this should be all all audio but they were and just pumping music and yeah not, pump it louder yeah you know, just show off the fidelity of your audio mm. look that was interesting I mean and that's really been 
a summary of the stuff we've seen. But there's, there's one sort of big takeaway, I guess, that was, has surprised us. We've watched a lot of these live podcasts or live panels and a lot of them been tech-related. And when you get to the end of these panels, there's a Q&A. And pretty much the first question has either been about the Silicon Valley Bank or about TikTok. And pretty much the consensus here of every person on every panel is it's all over for TikTok. It's just a matter of time before the US government shuts us down. Yeah, they all sort of see it as a it's a very a bipartisan issue, which is a rare thing in this country to have something that both sides of the fence can uh, get behind. Particularly to see this in Texas. Uh, yeah, basically it was very easy to go the, ye- the yellow peril Yep. protect the children because it's all taking away the lives of children so. yeah so it just seems like it's an inevitability that tiktok's going to get booted in the u.s in some way i mean this would be fairly unprecedented that the sort of top social media platform in the world just gets taken off the board if it were to happen mm-hmm. at its absolute at its apex as opposed to it withering and my spacing this yeah, would be, yeah this would be something big it'll be interesting to see if and when it happens i'm sure facebook and twitter would be uh, very much on the uh, side of getting rid of it yes and tiktok here in massive show of force just messaging panels all over the place all day saying oh, how great they are and how how wonderful they are and how they're not sending data back to China so it, it's legitimately a big thing here so um, yeah watch this space mm. for sure alright well look we're going to get out of here I mean you might not be able to tell but we're a bit broken it's been a long few days well, long few long weeks. couple weeks yeah, yeah so um, you know you're back on a plane tomorrow at home mm-hmm. I'm going to take a little bit of R&R and um, you'll get probably Jules and Mandy next week exciting yeah cool alright well it's been fun thank you over and out <laughs> <laughs>